internet radio station. Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family. You'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net, whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I. Our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic. And Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and Happy New Year, and welcome to another year of CAC Daily iCast. We had a little bit of technical problems. I had a cable I had to change out, 
and uh, it was controlling the audio. So uh, finally pinpointed that and saw what was happening. So that's why we didn't have a broadcast yesterday. We had planned on being back on the air yesterday, but due to that, uh, we was not able to uh, get back on the air like we wanted to. But we are back today. I'm back. And uh, we are glad that you've joined us today. Hope you had a great Christmas and New Year's break. We uh, took off the week of Christmas and uh, from that Wednesday all the way through uh, yesterday. And we had a good Christmas, spent time with family, had a great time. Hope you did too. We had a great Christmas uh, party at the church. And uh, actually, it was not at the church. It was with the church at the community center. So uh, we had a great time as we gathered together with God's people. And we just uh, had some things there for the kids. And uh, it's just a great time of fellowship. And uh, then uh, last uh, uh, Sunday, of course, uh, we had our regular services we had Sunday school, church, and then we had the 2 o'clock service at Pikeville. And then we come back to the New Year's Eve celebration, 9 p.m. to after midnight. Had a great time of food, fun, fellowship, and just uh, the presence of the Lord. Uh, you know, I always want to come to church with the Lord on my mind and my mind on the Lord. And I always want to make sure that I am doing uh, everything I can to worship and praise him uh, so that he gets all the glory. And uh, we got some announcements that we need to make coming up this weekend. That's right. This weekend, we're going to be having our annual communion and foot washing service. So we want you to be a part of that. And uh, that will be this Sunday, 11 o'clock for CAC, 2 p.m. for PAC. But we still will have Sunday school at CAC at 10 o'clock. So keep that in mind. 10 o'clock, uh, Sunday school, 11 o'clock, communion and foot washing. And then 2 o'clock at Pikeville, communion and foot washing. So keep that in mind. Regular services, just uh having communion foot washing instead of regular preaching and teaching. And then the men's meeting will be the first Monday of the month. And since uh, January the 1st was a holiday, we're having that coming up on the 8th. So keep that in mind. That'll be at 6 p.m. Also, uh, we'd like to invite all ages to come out and be with us. That's Wednesday evenings in the Casey Wing for the youth service while the adults have Bible study in the main sanctuary. Come on out and be with us. Easter play sign-up is at the back podium of CAC, and if you want to be a part of that, sign up now. Also, we have some prayer requests that we want to make mention of, and we just want to read off about the last uh, 10, and uh, that way we get everybody in. Let's remember Alan Berry. Let's remember um, Terry and Tina Griffey, Chris Justice, Kaylee Justice, Keith Bartley, Jesse Quillen, Justin Casey, Pam Bartley, Elsie Coleman, and Mickey Hatfield. Let's remember all of these in prayer. And, of course, 
we know that um, uh, when we begin to uh, just ask the Lord to move in a mighty miraculous way for all of those, then we know that uh, that uh, is a good thing, and the Lord will hear our cry. Uh, used to be uh, a song that I'd sing many years ago. Said, "Hear my cry, Lord, oh Lord, please hear my cry." Satan don't want me to cross. No, Satan don't want me to cross. Standing right here by the river. Well, let's see what else. Uh, we got our uh, prayer request scrolling. What you say, let's just go to the Lord in prayer in opening up today's broadcast. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you for this opportunity that you blessed us once again through another year, entering into a new year. And, Lord, I pray that you would bless us this year, that we'll bring honor unto you in everything we say and do, and that we will utilize this platform wisely. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way for all of those that need a touch, spiritually, physically, or mentally, that they will all receive what they have need of by looking unto you, the author and the finisher of our faith. And, Lord, I love you, and I praise you, and I give you honor. Bless the sick, the afflicted, those, Lord, that need healing in their body, and we're going to always lift up your name. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. Well, looking outside my window pane, it looks like it's going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of about 24 degrees right now. <laughs> That's right, 24 oh. degrees, yeah. I know, I know, I blew that too. Yeah, 24 degrees outside. And then, of course, uh, we have uh, the high today is going to be around 42. Uh, more clouds than sun. A winter storm is going to impact travel this weekend. I know. I know. It's winter time, though. And uh, looks like that uh, we've got uh, high 42, low of 30 tonight. Uh, tomorrow, high of 37. Yeah, that's right. 37. And low of 22. And looks like that Friday's going to be a high of 46. But look at there. A coating to an inch of snow. That is on Friday and Saturday. So keep that in mind. Friday and Saturday. Because that is... Uh, one of those things that you realize, well, you know what? Uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be uh, a, a time of maybe slick roads. You know, it don't have to snow much here in East Kentucky in order to be slick. It just has to get a little bit on the roads. Even rain on the road here in East Kentucky makes it slick. That's right. So. Anyway, uh, we're glad that you've joined us today and uh, hope you'll stick around because we've got some great stuff. If you look at our current radar, I'll just throw this in there, our current radar. There's nothing currently here in East Kentucky. It's all down here just south of Nashville trying to work its way into our area. And they said that this is not the problem. The problem is going to be out right now about midways of the country uh, that's going to be coming our way that could bring us uh, some more snow. So 
we might as well batten down the hatches and get ready because after all, it is winter time. And after all, we need to have a little snow. That way we know it's winter, right? Well, uh, glad you could join us today. We got our Bible reading that uh, we are going to uh, get started on. Uh, yesterday, as we said, we had a technical problem with a cable. That, that just goes to show you how one cable can mess everything up uh, because I had everything ready to go and we started up the broadcast and we did the intros and then all of a sudden realized I don't have any audio. And so it was a cable I had to change out. And uh, so with that, well, you know, that's just the way it goes. You get uh, you get started, and then you look up, and there's no audio. But uh, we got it lined out. So welcome back. This is 2024. Yeah, we're starting a whole new year. This is going to be episode number one in 2024. This is the third day of the year. And uh, so that means that we're going to try to squeeze in somewhere around 200 episodes. And if we can do that, by the time we get to the end of the year of 2024, we'll have over 2,300 episodes. That's right. So uh, we're going to try our best to get that done and not miss too many didn't plan on missing yesterday, but you know how that goes. So if we have technical difficulties, of course, we will have, uh, we will have, uh, you know, situations that keeps us from getting our 200. We barely got 200, uh, last year. Uh, I think we had, uh, actually, I think we fell short too. We, uh, got in 198. So that just goes to show you how hard it is to get 200 episodes in because we take off Christmas, uh, we take off Thanksgiving, we take off all major holidays, and of course, every now and then I got to be gone, got to be out of town, do something uh, away from here, so I I won't be able to have, you know, the uh, the broadcast. So, with that said, that's what happens from time to time. But we are glad that you've joined us today, and hope that you will continue to. Uh, check in with us, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to uh, bring you some good quality programming this year. Uh, there's been some people says they got some ideas for the upcoming uh, year on the broadcast, so we're going to be letting you and others do some input. And uh, we're doesn't mean we're going to do it; just means we're taking your ideas and we are looking at them and see if it's something we can do here something that will make this broadcast better. So if you got some good ideas, just go ahead and put them in the chat room, the comment section. But better yet, to make sure I get them, email them to me. And that can be emailed to me at uh, pastor at uh, cornerstoneapostolic.org. That's uh, pastor at cornerstoneapostolic.org, prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org, or cacdaily at cacphelps.org. That's right. Org means organization. Yeah, sometimes I'm not too organized. Well, let's see if we can't uh, get into our Bible reading this morning. Welcome back. It's 2024. 
you got to start putting that on your checks. Quit writing 2023. 2023 is done gone. Now we're in 2024. Second Kings chapter 25. And it came to pass in the ninth year of his reign, in the tenth month, in the tenth day of the month, that Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon came, he and all his host, against Jerusalem and pitched against it. And they built forts against it round about. And the city was besieged unto the eleventh year of King Zedekiah. And on the ninth day of the fourth month the famine prevailed in the city, and there was no bread for the people of the land. And the city was broken up, and all the men of war fled by night by the way of the gate between two walls, which is by the king's garden. Now the Chaldees were against the city round about. And the king went the way toward the plain, and the army of the Chaldees pursued after the king and overtook him in the plains of Jericho, and all his army was scattered from him. So they took the king and brought him up to the king of Babylon, to Riblah, and they gave judgment upon him. And they slew the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes, and put out the eyes of Zedekiah, and bound him with fetters of brass, and carried him to Babylon. And in the fifth month, on the seventh day of the month, which is the nineteenth year of King Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came Nebuzaradan, captain of the guard, a servant of the king of Babylon, unto Jerusalem. And he burnt the house of the Lord, and the king's house, and all the houses of Jerusalem, and every great man's house burnt he with fire. And all the army of the Chaldees that were with the captain of the guard break down the walls of Jerusalem round about. Now the rest of the people that were left in the city, and the fugitives that fell away to the king of Babylon, with the remnant of the multitude, did Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, carry away. But the captain of the guard left of the poor of the land to be vine dressers and husbandmen. And the pillars of brass that were in the house of the Lord, and the bases and the brazen sea that was in the house of the Lord, did the Chaldees break in pieces, and carried the brass of them to Babylon. And the pots, and the shovels, and the snuffers, and the spoons, and all the vessels of brass wherewith they ministered, took they away. And the firepans, and the bowls, and such things as were of gold, in gold, and of silver, in silver, the captain of the guard took away. The two pillars, one sea, and the bases which Solomon had made for the house of the Lord, the brass of all these vessels, was without weight. The height of one pillar was eighteen cubits, and the chapiter upon it was brass, and the height of the chapiter three cubits, and the wreathen work, and pomegranates upon the chapiter round about, all of brass, and like unto these had the second pillar with wreathen work. And the captain of the guard took Sariah the chief priest, and Zephaniah the second priest, and the three keepers of the door. And out of the city he took an officer that was set over the men of war, and five men of them that were in the king's presence, which were found in the city, and the principal scribe of the host, which mustered the people of the land, and threescore men of the people of the land that were found in the city. And Nebuzaradan, captain of the guard, took these and brought them to the king of Babylon, to Riblah. And the king of Babylon smote them and slew them at Riblah in the land of Hamath. So Judah was carried away out of their land. And as for the people that remained in the land of Judah, whom Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon had left, even over them he made Gedaliah the son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, ruler.
And when all the captains of the armies, they and their men, heard that the king of Babylon had made Gedaliah governor, there came to Gedaliah to Mizpah, even Ishmael the son of Nethaniah, and Johanan the son of Korea, and Saraiah the son of Tanhumath the Netophathite, and Jaazaniah the son of Amaacathite, they and their men. And Gedaliah sware to them and to their men, and said unto them, Fear not to be the servants of the Chaldees. Dwell in the land, and serve the king of Babylon, and it shall be well with you. But it came to pass in the seventh month that Ishmael the son of Nethaniah, the son of Elishama of the seed royal, came, and ten men with him, and smote Gedaliah, that he died, and the Jews and Chaldees that were with him at Mizpah. And all the people, both small and great, and the captains of the armies arose and came to Egypt, for they were afraid of the Chaldees. And it came to pass in the seven and thirtieth year of the captivity of Jehoiakim king of Judah, in the twelfth month, on the seven and twentieth day of the month, that evil Merodach, king of Babylon, in the year that he began to reign, did lift up the head of Jehoiakim king of Judah out of prison. And he spake kindly to him, and set his throne above the throne of the kings that were with him in Babylon, and changed his prison garments. And he did eat bread continually before him all the days of his life. And his allowance was a continual allowance given him of the king, a daily rate for every day, all the days of his life. morning this morning glad you could join us 2024 new year new beginnings new challenges new victories well i don't know if you uh get the uh the adult bread reading uh, schedule or not but since it is a new year uh, we encourage everybody to uh, read their bible and uh, read it through and try to read it through in a year. And uh, we have the schedule on our uh, website at cornerstoneapostolic.org if you'd would like to look at it. But also, uh, there is a Bible reading uh, that enriches any day. That's what bread means, B-R-E-A-D, Bible reading enriches any day. Uh, and... Uh, it is something that um, each day they will send you the uh, scriptures that you need to read. And that way, at the end of the year, you can say that you have read through the Bible. And uh, that's why we play, uh, you know, a chapter a day. <clears throat> Excuse me. It takes a lot of uh, more than a year to get through the reading of the scripture that we do. We don't usually do that, but I thought about maybe doing something like uh, reading through uh, the uh, the Bible in a year right here on the broadcast by following the bread schedule. What do you think about that? Sometimes you'll get maybe four chapters read to you. Sometimes it might be three. Sometimes it might be a little more, a little less, but... Uh, like today's bread reading 
is Genesis 7 through 9 and Matthew chapter 3. So uh, maybe we can do that. We'll, we'll think about that and see if we can't do a little catch-up and play with that maybe in our Bible reading. Well, uh, let's see what we got here. We haven't done this this year. This is 60 seconds with the pastor. You got a minute? Well, then you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. In 1 John 4 and 4, it says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Do you ever feel outnumbered? Do you ever feel like you're being challenged on every level of your faith? Do you sometimes feel like the Goliaths of this world are winning the battle? Sometimes we just need to be reminded of who lives in us. The New Living Translation says it this way, But you belong to God, my dear children. You've already won a victory over these people because the spirit that lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. The greater lives in you. And that was 60 seconds with the pastor. Let's do this. This is the first one of the year. It is the CAC trivia question of the day. CAC Radio. Join us Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Woo-wee! That's some money fine internet radio. What time is it? I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC Trivia Question of the Day. CAC Trivia Question of the Day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps radio and television broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the Listen Live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, today's trivia question, what was the name of Herod's sister-in-law during the ministry of John the Baptist? What was the name of Herod's sister-in-law during the ministry of John the Baptist? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily, click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go, and we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. And let's see. Speaking of results, we do have the results of last year's trivia question. What time does it 
That's right, it's last year's. And last year's trivia question was simply this. Well, it's been a long time ago, ain't it? Last year. In what Old Testament, Old Testament prophet? prophetic book i'll get it out in what old testament prophetic book do we read multitudes multitudes in the valley of decision well out of those that participated it looks like 100 percent of you got it correct yeah so 100 percent of you got it correct with the correct answer the book of joel that's right joel said that so, multitudes, multitudes in the Valley of Decision. Book of Joel. I believe people's in the Valley of Decision today. They don't know what to do, where to turn. And a lot of people want to serve the Lord, but don't want to serve the Lord. Yeah, just all sorts of stuff, right? Well, let's see what we got here. We can squeeze one more little thing in, and that is the Commonwealth Minute. Want to always give honor under Richard Nelson and the Commonwealth Minute. Here we go. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. Houthi rebels in Yemen have disrupted global commerce by attacking merchant ships heading to the Suez Canal in the Middle East. With the support of Iran, the rebels have attacked ships with drone strikes that are costly to counter. In response, most ships are sailing around Africa, which adds two to three weeks to their trips. Now, what's happening off the coast of Yemen right now matters to all of us because it will deeply affect international trade, which impacts our pocketbooks. When supply chains are disrupted and commerce is limited, products become more expensive. Some of America's allies have been hesitant to follow President Biden, who's been viewed as weak abroad. But sending a message to these terrorists and Iran is necessary for both global security and a healthy economy. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC4Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And that was the Commonwealth Minute, and that is true. When uh, everything gets disrupted over in uh, like the Red Sea and other seaports and passages because of all this war and global conflict, that means prices here in the U.S. go up. That's right. And uh, watch gas prices go up and goods go up and all of that. Everything will go up except, uh, you know, your paycheck. That's right. Everything else will, will go up but that. Well, it is time for us to take our little break. And the reason we take a break, we got to clear up the lag so that we can record our teaching sessions. This is be the, this will be the first lesson of this year. So here we go. We'll be right back. Don't touch at any key. To a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study 21st century style. 
CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to a new year with uh, new studies. And we certainly appreciate you joining us today on this first broadcast of the new year. We was going to broadcast yesterday, and we had a cable that uh, feeds our audio that was bad, so we had to do some switching out in order to get everything up and running. But here we are. We're back. You're back. A new year with new lessons and new CAC Daily iCast. So we hope that you will enjoy uh, the teachings this year. And uh, we want to pick up, as we left off last year, uh, we finished with chapter 14 in the book of Revelation. We're in the book of Revelation. And so we want to pick up in verse number 15 or chapter 15, verse number one, I should say, and pick up and continue our study through the book of Revelation. And then when we get to the end of Revelation, we're going to go back to Genesis and study our way back through the word again. So uh, with that, we hope that you are uh, ready to take notes, ready to study even beyond what we study right here on CAC Daily iCast. Well, let's see what we can do here. And uh, we don't want the weather. We want that right there graphic. That right there graphic. Well, let's see what we got here. We're going to pick up in verse number one. And, of course, uh, thank you for joining us again today uh, for a new year as we study in the Word. Verse number one of Revelation chapter 15 begins to read like this. And I saw another sign in heaven great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven last plagues, for in them is filled up the wrath of God. 
And I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire, and them that had gotten the victory over the beast and over his image and over his mark and over the number of his name stand on the sea of glass, having the harps of God. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty, just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints, who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name, for thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee, for thy judgments are made manifest. And I want to stop right there because I want us to go to the Lord in prayer as we study today. This is going to be lesson number 1133 of our study through the word. And we also want to, uh, grab on to uh, what uh, the judgment's coming. Of course, in the book of Revelation, we have a lot of types and shadows and and uh, symbolism, but uh, we want to study today, and this is in chapter 15. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we get ready to study the Word. Lord, we come before your presence, and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here today. I pray, Lord, that you would bless us as we study the Word, that we will take the Word, apply it to our lives, give us the wisdom and knowledge that we will be able to rightly divide the Word of truth and expound it fully, and help us to understand, Lord, what is coming upon this earth. And Lord, we thank you for another year that you have given us to be gathered here for CAC Daily ICAST. And we give you the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. Well, you know, um, when we look at this uh, particular, uh, I want to kind of uh, just give you a little bit of an outline of what uh, what is um, um, looked at and what, what is, is being talked about. And of course, in um, in Revelation 15, we're talking about the seven vile judgments, the seven vile judgments prepared, the seven last plagues, uh, which means filled up. Uh, this is the seven last plagues, and this is the worst judgments, the worst judgments. Uh, before the vile uh, judgments are poured out, we are given a prophetic prophecy showing those who will eventually uh, be uh, saved out of tribulation. And we find the Song of Moses. The Song of Moses is the same song that uh, was sung to celebrate Israel's victory over Egypt. And we see the Song of the Lamb. And so... Uh, this is, a, this is a great scene of victory. Now, uh, we could go in and say, okay, uh, uh, do you believe in pre-tribulation, uh, rapture, uh, mid-rapture, uh, post-rapture? Uh, really, uh, that is not what this is talking about. This is actually talking about the victory that all have in the end that follow Jesus. That's why, you know, uh, some people says, well, you know, I, I believe in this, this, or this, but you got to live today. You got to live today. You have got to serve the Lord today because you don't have the promise of tomorrow. You don't have the promise of, of this year, next year, 
or uh, when these things actually come to pass. You may be dead and gone before these things come to pass. So looking at everything we're studying, I would like to just make this emphasis. We need to follow Jesus. We need to serve Jesus. Without that, knowing this is not going to help us. Without following Jesus, knowing what's coming up on this earth is not going to help you one bit. So is this important? Yes. Is this something we need to study? Yes. But it's also something that we can't place our future on by saying it in this manner. I'll wait till I see some of these things start to happen. Then I'll get serious. You may not have the next hour. You may not have the next day. And, uh, you know, the Bible has always been clear. Be ye ready, for in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. So don't try to wait until you start getting things right or you say, I got everything now done I want to do and I've, I've accomplished everything I want to accomplish. Now I'll serve the Lord because you may wait too late. Don't wait too late. Okay? Don't wait too late. Well, you know, uh, looking at this, uh, at the sounding of the seventh trumpet, uh, God's temple was seen, and we now return to it to continue with the seven vows of judgment. One of the things that uh, I guess we could point out is that um, the Bible and, and even Revelation is not in chronological order, which means it, it's not like it happened one right after another. Sometimes you will hear a story that may have happened before something, but it's mentioned after something. And so uh, this reminds us that Revelation is not a study uh, in chronological arrangement. Uh, seven angels having the seven last plagues. And this is also something that we look at uh, that if uh, we walk contrary to the Lord, if we refuse to follow the Lord, then uh, these vows are going to be poured out and judgment is coming and the, the plagues are going to be poured out. So why would anybody want to refuse Jesus? Even, even if we're, uh, you know, dead and gone, if you have refused Jesus, then your eternity is in a place called hell where the fire burns forever and ever. You'll be in torment forever. But these things are coming up on the earth. So this is not, and again, I want, I want to kind of just encompass this teaching with this. This is not so that we can wait and say, okay, I'm going to wait till I see this. I'm going to wait till I'm convinced of this. You may not live to see this. I may not live to see this. Uh, this may come at a later time after we're done dead and buried. So you can't say I'm going to wait and put it off because uh, this is information that we're taking right now. This is not salvation. Salvation is repent. Today is the day of salvation. So we are to repent. 
We are to not only repent, but we're to get baptized in Jesus' name, get filled with the Holy Ghost. That is the plan of salvation. And if you follow that, then you have salvation. This is information. And I hope that you can kind of get the two apart between salvation and information. Information is important, but salvation is the most important, right? Okay, so um, I want to um, just uh, think about what was said. It said, and I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels. Remember, seven is God's perfect number. So seven angels represent what God is completing because these seven angels, as it is said, have the seven last plagues, for in them is filled up the wrath of God. So it's complete. This will be the last of the plagues. And we see that uh, when you see that word uh, complete, it's from a Greek word, which uh, actually means to reach an end uh, or or goal, if you will, or aim, uh, to reach an end. Um, and so we see that uh, this is the fulfilling of what is coming upon the earth with these last plaques. So it's a fulfilling. And um, we see something interesting because uh, it starts a description. It starts a description. And I saw it as it were a sea of glass, a sea of glass mingled, mingled with fire, a sea of glass mingled with fire. Um, I think this is an interesting uh view or 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 picture uh the sea of glass mingled with fire i've never seen a sea of glass but i've seen a sea an ocean uh, i've seen fire but this sea is this is designed to reflect because it's a sea of glass, so it'll have a reflective quality to it. Now, why would that be important? Because everything is going to reflect the glory of God. Our lives should reflect that. Uh, this, The judgments coming are still reflecting the glory of God because God is righteous, he's holy, he's just. But we now see this sea of glass, and and so glass is reflective. It's, it has a reflective quality to it. So it is um, something described as uh, as a as it were a sea, as it were, which means it had the appearance of a uh, sea of glass mingled with fire. And them that had gotten the victory over the beast and over his image and over his mark and over the number of his name stand on the sea of glass 
having the harps of God. Now, remember, the sea of glass, the sea of glass is just a, as it were. So it is um, reflective, if you will, uh, and just reflecting the glory of God. And, and since these are standing on that, that lets us know that those that have stood in the presence of the Lord, followed the Lord, are going to have the victory. That's right. Victory, victory shall be mine. Victory, victory shall be mine. If I hold my peace and let the Lord fight my battles. Victory, victory shall be mine. Well, these have the victory. When you see this, uh, those standing on the sea of glass, having the harps of God, there's praise going on, if you will, worship going on, praise going on. These have the victory. They've gotten the victory. Anyone who follows Jesus to the end will have victory. That's why the old song is more true today. Victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. I began to think about this and see how that this sea is um, just kind of looking at uh, the glory of God, the holiness of God, the righteousness of God, and the power of God. Because these that are standing on that sea have the victory. And there's praise going on. Harps of God. Harps of God. So looking at that, this image in this chapter uh, is something so great because we can go back to another sea where there was deliverance and victory. And we can look back at the sea, the Red Sea, in which the uh, Egyptians crossed over on dry ground to get victory over the Egyptians and Pharaoh to get victory. Well, these have gotten the victory. Oh, it's like a sea of glass mingled with fire. And, you know, fire, uh, when, you, when you think of the Lord, I mean, this could represent a lot of things. And I'm not saying that this is all it represents. I'm just saying, you know, when you think of, of God, our God is a consuming fire. And when you think of the sea of glass as reflecting his glory, you see the power, the authority, the holiness, the mightiness of our God to give the victory to those standing there with the harps of God in their hand. Isn't that a beautiful picture? After seeing destruction, seeing uh, things happen that people were not following the Lord and and uh, blaspheming him and all this. Now we see victory. Victory. Victory's coming. Victory's coming. That's why you got to keep serving the Lord. That's why you can't give up. That's why you can't get so wrapped up in the world that you say, well, I'm going to go back out in the world and then I'll start serving the Lord at another time. You may not have time. You may not have time. So with that, I thought this was interesting, that the next verse 
says, and they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, which takes us back to the Red Sea song, victory. They've gotten victory over the horse and the rider and the Egyptian army. The enemy perished in the sea. Do you know what? Those that was willing to follow the Lord, remember it was, it was cloud by day, fire by night. Those that was willing to listen to Moses and follow the cloud by day and fire by night, they got through the Red Sea. And they got to sing on the other side. Oh, we're going to get to sing on the other side. That's right. We're going to get to sing on the other side. They had the victory. And, and you know, when somebody gets the victory, we ought to sing, right? We, we ought not sing that, woe is me, I'm defeated. What am I going to do? There was an old song I just thought about when I said, what are we going to do? It was an old song that it says, uh, what would I do without Jesus? What would I do without Jesus? What would you do without Jesus? I don't want to know, do you? I don't want to know, but we can study the information and we can see in the book of Revelation of the judgments coming and the vials coming and the plagues coming upon those who have not Jesus. But those that do, Oh, they're going to have a, a great time of rejoicing. And uh, here we see they're going to sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. Oh, they're going to sing. That's Old Testament saints, New Testament saints. Old Testament saints can relate to the song of Moses. New Testament saints can relate to the song of the Lamb. Oh, it's going to be a great time because when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, we will sing and shout to victory. It's going to be a great day. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this. I, I feel the Holy Ghost in this first teaching of the year because victory is coming. Victory is ours. Keep following Jesus. Victory's coming. Keep serving the Lord. Victory's coming. Keep going to church. Victory's coming. You might say, I feel overwhelmed. I feel beat down. I feel like a failure. You keep following Jesus. Because we don't go on what we feel. We go on what we know. And that is Jesus is our help, our hope, our strength, our provider, our savior. He's all that and more. So here we see the song, and what are they singing? Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. You know, uh, we just had a testimony service, and I know our time is up for today, but we just had a testimony service on New Year's Eve, and I kept uh, reminding the people what testimonies are. Testimonies are talking about the victory the Lord has given you and uh, giving honor unto the Lord. It's not about us. It's not about, oh, I've been through some stuff and uh, it's, it was hard. Uh, that's, not the, that's not the song. You notice the song that they sing is great and marvelous are thy works. 
Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Oh, man, when you start looking at that song, when you start looking at that song and you start singing that, it takes the focus off of us and focuses on him. I would like this year, as we come to a close, for us to take the focus off of us and place it on Jesus. And this is what this song is. Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. They sung that song. They sung that song. And then they went on to sing, Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? Give glory to the Lord this year. Give glory to the Lord today. For thou only art holy. This is not talking about two different things, two different gods or two different uh, duplicity of God. Uh, This is talking about one. For thou only art holy. And, and if that was a plurality, it would be talking about for they only, but it's thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee, for thy judgments are made manifest. All, all are going to worship. Are you going to worship him today? Are you worshiping him today? I pray that you are. And I want to close with that because I want us to to go to the Lord in prayer and I want us to uh, ask the Lord to move in a mighty miraculous way for each and every one of us that we will take the information we study and we will understand it's still pointing us to worship the Lord. You can talk about things and say, well, you know, uh, I want to know, are we going to go through the mark of the beast? Are we going to go through the great tribulation? Are we going to do that? That's information. But salvation is following Jesus no matter what. I tell people all the time, follow Jesus no matter what. I'm looking to get out of this world, but if we don't, I'm still going to follow Jesus. Right? That's what we got to do. We got to have a made up mind. We're going to follow Jesus. Well, I want to uh, come to a close today on that because I want us to uh, take just our 20 minutes of time and, and try our best to, uh, you know, study and, and get this uh, the way that we should uh, because um, I, I know that we're living in a time that, that seemingly is. Um, it's, I guess, hard for us to uh, grab on to um, um, the concept of just following Jesus. It shouldn't be hard, but it is hard sometimes for us to follow that concept of just follow Jesus. Well, as we come to a close, let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask the Lord to help us to just follow Jesus. 
Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you, Lord, for the study today. I pray, Lord, that I've expounded your word fully so that we can have information. But the information also keeps us directed at following you, worshiping you, honoring you, praising you. Lord, I want to follow you all the way. I want to serve you. I want to run this race, finish my course, because I know there's a crown laid up. Help each and every one of us, Lord, that we will keep running the race in 2024. We want more in 2024. More of you. More revival. More healings. More miracles. Lord, we want more. that you have enjoyed the teaching session. This is the first lesson of the year, and uh, we was going to uh, have a uh, lesson yesterday, and uh, we just had uh, a cable, some technical problems, not to get into everything we had, uh, but we had some technical problems. We got it worked out, and now we're back on the air. We appreciate you joining us again this year. Our slogan in, at CAC and PAC and and for uh, uh, the Daily iCast is, uh, we want more in 24. And uh, that means more of the Lord, a closer walk, more of the Lord uh, to trust him, more of the Lord. I want the Lord to move more in 24. I want the Lord to move more in 24. So I pray that the Lord has moved in your house and in your life, and I hope that you are enjoying the broadcast this first one of the year, and we hope to continue right on through the year bringing you these broadcasts. Well, uh, we do have our trivia question up and running, and our trivia question for today is this. What was the name of Herod's sister-in-law during the ministry of John the Baptist? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily, click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. We hope you have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your day because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. 
Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.